ladies and gentlemen of the promo and e-fed community. This is what would Phil Marshall do? Let's play. Hello, uh, welcome to What Would Phil Marshall Do? It's the first episode for you guys in uh, Promo and E-Fed, but uh, it's probably about... Uh, I, I did this a few years ago, uh, but I've decided to bring it back. Uh, with everything going on E-Fed Promo, I'm going to concentrate on this for today. And uh, I've, I've been thinking about it. With everything that's been going on with uh, CWF, uh, IW, XWE, uh, a lot of companies getting screwed, then I thought that I would uh, go a different route. Uh, call this episode, if you will, David Jones Analyzed. And uh, essentially, I'm going to look at the behaviours of David Jones how he reacts, and we're going to look at what a medical professional would say about him. Now, by no means am I a medical professional, but I've had inklings of the kind of person that David Jones is, and something about him tells me that he may be a sociopath. And uh, I know that's a big word to use, but it, it's not a psychopath. He doesn't go around killing, anything like that. If we're looking at the definition for what a sociopath is, uh, a sociopath is described as a person with an antisocial personal disorder exhibiting antisocial behavior that usually is the result of social and environmental factors in a person's early life. Now, to you listening, that may not sound like David Jones. Um, it's probably not the greatest description of a sociopath. Um, but let's take a look at the symptoms, shall we? Uh, the symptoms. Uh, let's let's run through the top. We're going to get straight into this. So what I've got is a list of symptoms, and uh, I'm going to be talking about them and say whether he actually suffers from them or whether it's a symptom that he does not have an issue with and you've got to remember not all sociopaths are the same they don't subscribe to if everything on this list matches are a sociopath it's generally a majority so let's start with uh, the first which is glibness and superficial charm I mean he he makes those who work for IW believe in him so much that they become loyal to a fault. I mean, hell, they're even willing to hand him their own hard-earned money. And he does that through Twitch. I mean, the fact is you've got guys who work in IW and they have risen through the ranks uh, because of the money they've given. I mean, Rocky T, just look at him. Obviously, he's got a lot of money to give. And uh, why do you think he's always holding a championship? Whether it's the IW World Championship or the Alpha Championship. It's the fact that David Jones knows that Rocky T is his biggest cash cow. So he wants to make sure that he keeps him at the top of the card. So it shows that with the hundreds of people he has on his roster, 
he is only interested in the ones who have money. Let's get to the second point. Uh, manipulative and conning. Uh, let's be honest. Whatever he's doing well, he takes all the credit. And let's be honest. What does David Jones actually do in IW? He hires a lot of management to join him, who he doesn't pay. They're the ones who book the shows. They're the ones who put out the pay-per-views, all of that. Yet, at the same time, people still say, well, David Jones runs a company. All he does is he has these pay-per-views and shows sent into him, and if there's something he doesn't like, he'll get them to change it. So if it makes one of his cash cows look bad, then he'll change it. Um, but on the other side, I mean, if someone questions him, then he plays the victim. Usually he'll go on an angry rant saying how they've screwed him over, and he'll tell you that uh, they're the bad person, he's the good person, he was only trying to do the best for them. Um, but that's what he does. And the reason he does that is because he still wants people to give him money. All he cares about is money. He doesn't care about IW. It's about his cash cows. Uh, so I'm going to play a short clip of an old David Jones rant and uh, these are people who decided that they weren't willing to do what he wanted, so they left. So he uh, ranted at them. So uh, enjoy. Robert Miller sent me some screenshots that literally I woke up to and made my stomach turn. Made my stomach turn, dude. So I find out that Dan Ness, Tim Lagcher, and Ronnie James are plotting to, you know, like do some kind of uh, a revolt. I don't know what you want to call it. Like a, I don't know. They're leaving IW. And over the weekend, I guess they had been talking to people, getting people on board with their ideas, painting a picture of me that is false and untrue. You know... <laughs> What you guys have to understand about me, most of you already know this, but I'm a, I'm a very real person. What I mean by that is the relationships that I form with you guys, the friendships that I form with you guys, to me is all very real. Michael Procopio is my friend. He's not just my EFED friend. He is my friend. Dan Ness, I thought, was my friend. Okay? Killian Gavin is my friend. Tyler Throne is my friend. Okay? These guys that were doing this, I thought were friends. I thought Tim Lacture was a very close friend. I thought Dan Ness and I were very close friends. I had... No indication, no reason to believe that Dan Ness was unhappy with the direction or with the anything going on in IW. I had zero idea that he was upset. Now, Dan has been upset in the past, never about anything to do with my Twitch channel and the group. 
we have never discussed that being a problem. Okay? We've never discussed that being a problem. Today was the first time ever that Dan expressed to me that he thought my Twitch channel had become a problem in the group. Now, I have been doing Twitch for basically a year now. I think 13 months to be exact. In the time that I have been doing Twitch, I have made money off of it from people in IW. However, I have never, never done any kind of deal where if you give me X amount of money, you will get this victory or this title belt or anything like that. Now, have I accepted money from Tim Lagcher? Yes. He has directly PayPal'd me money in exchange for a match with me. He wanted to have a match with me. He wanted to invest in IW, much like he said he wanted to invest in Beyond the Belts. Whatever that really means, dude. The problem that I have with Dan is the same problem I have with the majority of people in eFeds is that I think a majority of the people in eFeds, especially outside of IW, are fucking coward snakes. Coward snakes, dude. And that's the fucking truth of it. If you weren't happy, if you look, anybody, I don't fucking give a shit, dude. If you don't want to be in eye wrestling anymore, get the fuck out of here, dude. Cody, William Cody will sign you to XWE to fucking night if you leave this fucking group, dude. Go for it. Hulk will be in your inbox. Now you got Dan Ness will be in your inbox. Get the fuck out of here, though, dude. If you don't like the way shit's going on in this group, get the fuck out of here, dude. And you do not have to be here. Nobody has to be here. But just be upfront about it. Grow a fucking set of balls and just say, hey, I don't like the way this is going anymore. I'm going to do my own thing. All right, go for it, dude. Do you. Do you. All right? There's no need to sneak around. There was no need for it. If you're not happy, fucking go. That's all I can say, guys. All this stuff about pay to win, Rocky T. Let's talk about Rocky T, okay? Rocky T was the fucking man before I ever started a Twitch channel. He was already the fucking champ. That didn't start up because he started coming to my Twitch channel. He was doing this shit before I ever had a Twitch. He was the fucking top dog, dude. And all of you guys that fucking love to hate on him and trash on his shit, bro, I'm here to let you know right now, Rocky T is fucking grand at what he does in this game, dude. He does not need, guys, he runs a real goddamn fucking wrestling organization. He doesn't need to be the champion in IW. If he wanted to be a champion so bad, he could just make himself a champion in FSW. He does this shit with us because he fucking likes it. Just like anybody else. Just like anybody else. He do this shit to have fun, right? Now, why does money come into it? Let me tell you guys something, dude. Dan Ness did say something in his long post that he made that was very correct. 
I have made this comment several times to him and to others that if I wasn't making some kind of money on my Twitch channel from IW support, I probably would not want to do this anymore. If I asked people to subscribe to my Twitch channel for $5 a month, sure have, dude. Yes, I have. Yeah, Mariah, I do. I message people. It's a fucking, it's the same message. I message the same thing to several other people. I run a business. I'm not doing Twitch for fucking, you know, just for the fuck of it. I am in it to make money. I'm not going to lie to you guys. So yes, I push people to go exclusive. I don't give a fuck less. But I don't push people to pay me money. I've never pushed people to pay me money. The only people I have ever sarcastically joked with to pay me money was Ronnie James when he was begging me to come into IW. Begging me. Begging me to come into IW. I, I didn't want him here. So I kept telling him, hey, you got to sign up to my Twitch if you want to be in IW. And, and uh, Dylan Belcher, fucking Corey Tombstone or whatever his name is. I told him, he, he was asking me to join IW. Hey, you want to join IW Tombstone? You got you to gotta pay up, buddy. You got to join that tier one club, dude. Let's go. So that, that, if there's anything else, guys, go for it. Please fucking try to, come on. E-Fed Wrestling, come on. Y'all been trying to crucify me for fucking years in this game, dude. In this fucking game, y'all have been trying to fucking nail me to the cross, and you ain't fucking done it yet! You ain't done it yet! You ain't going to! Fuck you, Huck! Fuck you, Dan! You cowards! Fuck y'all, dude! Y'all ain't never fucking taking me down! Y'all will never fucking shut this group down! Unite my fucking dick to your mouth! You ain't never gonna fucking stop me, dude. Now, I have chopped up that audio to try and just give you an example of what kind of person we're dealing with. I mean, I'm not talking about the person himself. I'm talking about the condition. Um, essentially, if you listen to the start of it, he begins with telling you how people are plotting against him just because they want to leave. They pass on the word that they're going to leave and just say, you know, here's what we're looking to do. If you're in, you're in. That, to me, is not plotting against you. He's, he's trying to make himself look like the victim. Uh, then I show a few other signs of uh, what he's doing, what he's admitting, what he really is. There's other things on top of that. But overall... Uh, by the end of the audio, you can clearly hear him really just getting angry. But the one thing that I do want to say is the fact that he knows how to feign emotion. During all of this, clearly Dan Ness is in his employ. He knows Dan Ness is on his side. He's just there to infiltrate a company and try and destroy it. That was on David Jones's orders. Uh, so he essentially knows how to fake emotion. And that shows how manipulative and conning he is. Let's move on to the next uh, symptom, which is a grandiose sense of self. Oh, sorry, grandiose sense of self. Where he 
feels entitled to take credit for anything under his brand, including things he didn't do himself. I mean, let's look at the facts. He did form IW, but look how much management he has underneath him. He can't even be bothered to run his own main brand, Alpha. He gets people to do his work for him. And then he claims that it's all thanks to him. The only thing he really does is go to people and go, hey, I want you to be IW exclusive, because they don't hear from the boss, really, and the only time they hear from him is when he wants something from them. Once again, another one. Pathological lying is another symptom. He has no problem telling people what they want to hear, as long as they're still on his side. Why do you think Rocky T has stuck with him for so long? David doesn't look at Rocky like Talon. He looks at him like his richest cash cow. And he'll keep giving him championships so that he doesn't lose money. He He's so scared of Rocky T going somewhere else due to how much Rocky T gives him that he constantly wants to keep him on the championship scene. And that will be uh, shown later. Right. Now we get on to the next one. Uh, this one's a biggie. A lack of remorse, shame, or guilt. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read something that David Jones posted on the IW page. And I am going to ask two questions beforehand. The first one's just a general question. Uh, but the second one is directed at you, the listener. So the first question is, why did David post this only on the IW page? Why didn't he post it somewhere more public, like EWN, one of the other pages that everyone can see? Why, why was it kept in such a bubble? And the second question, this is the one... Directed at you, the listener. Listening to the reading, can you hear the words sorry or apologize or apology? Something along those lines. The apologize, apology, anywhere in the reading. <clears throat> so this is me playing David Jones. Throughout the day yesterday... I spoke to several veteran members of iWrestling and sought counsel on the subject and possibility of bringing back Dan Ness. Other than some obvious scepticism and reservation, most, almost everyone agreed that it was worth giving him a shot at coming back and being a part of iWrestling again. Personally, I don't think he talked to anyone. I thought he made it his own decision. Clearly, Dan Ness has been working with him all this time. Anyone who, going back to David's reading, <clears throat> anyone that has been here for a substantial length of time knows that I give people multiple chances, and though I felt Dan's stunt he pulled prior was pretty high on the list, I believe in my heart of hearts that thing could go back to a positive environment with him here, in a limited role. He was never coming back to run alpha or anything like that. And he's saying in his heart of hearts, oh sorry, it's me talking now. He's saying in his heart of hearts he gives people multiple chances. Why is it that he was messing with Ronnie James telling him, oh, you want to come back to IW, you got to pay me. And yeah, he said he was joking, but the fact is he's screwing with Ronnie at that point. So, you know, that that's that's a pretty shitty thing to do right there. Back to the reading. Once Dan and I ironed out the terms of his return on IW, there was an obvious matter left discussed. 
He was an admin in XWE and had the ability to remove the group from the current staff over at XWE. Now we get into uh, David Jones pretending that he actually has morals. Before I continue on, understand that I am far from perfect. I have never pretended to be the beacon of morality or right choices in EFED. I've made plenty of mistakes. I've done and said things I regret. Who hasn't? Well, considering the amount of companies you've destroyed, David, I, I've never seen any regret from you. You've never apologized for anything. Back to David's reading. XWE versus IW has been an ongoing war for two years. Or more. Again, not absolving myself of ever being in the wrong, but you guys in IW should know, and it's public knowledge, how often these guys over there spout, fuck IW, fuck David Jones, and have kept this feud going on for years. I normally, 95% of the time, don't even respond. However, when faced with an opportunity to get back at a group of people, that for all intents and purposes, as far as I can see, made it their mission on a daily basis to ridicule me and my group, I decided ultimately to take it. What he's saying right there is he doesn't care about the IW chance, it's the fuck David Jones chance that bother him. When people say fuck David Jones, it bothers him because it attacks his reputation. And when you attack his reputation, you affect his ability to make money which is his ultimate goal. Back to the reading. Now, nobody put a gun to Dan's head and told him he had to take over the group, apart from you. Everyone is responsible for their own actions. There are people within IW that knew about this takeover and even laughed about it and posted memes of gifts in XWE who are now upset at the situation. You know who you are. I don't understand that. Well, there's a reason you don't understand it. Because you have no understanding of empathy, David. That, that's a good sign of a sociopath. Back to David's reading. I will not lie and avoid the fact that I did play a part in what happened last night. I did. Maybe I should just double-swerve the whole situation and throw Dan under the bus. That isn't me. If this is all one big screw job, then I'm an idiot. Won't be the first or last time that I've made the wrong call in EFED. You see, this this one really bothers me. He's he's trying to say, oh, well, I could have double-swerved you, but I don't because I'm honest. He's trying to make himself look like a good guy right here. And it's, it's failing. I, I can see right through you, David. A lot of guys are upset. I can legitimately say I did not expect that. Because, once again, you have no empathy back to his reading. I didn't expect much sympathy for a group that spends a great deal of energy and time spouting fuck IW. But because some of you guys were upset about it, the group has been given back to Ryan and company. Right, I actually have some information on that. I've talked to Ryan Huckabee and he has told me that between a loyal member and the rest of the roster on XWE and even a mass exodus from IW itself, it got given back. But I also talked to someone else who I will simply call an anonymous source. And they told me this. If they didn't return the page in 30 minutes, I would get David's Twitch shut down. It showed that they don't really care about IW. They care about Twitch. 
That page was returned in half an hour, and my anonymous source has contacts over in Twitch that could have made that happen. So it clearly shows that David doesn't care about IW. He cares about the views. He cares about the money. So once again, let's go back to the end of the reading. If you want to be mad at anyone, be mad at me. It all stems from the top. If I didn't want it to happen, it wouldn't have happened. Bottom line, willing to answer any and all questions regarding this topic here in the thread. So what he's trying to do is he's trying to say, I take somewhat responsibility. But I go back to that second question I asked. Listening to the reading, and feel free to rewind this, can you hear the words, sorry, or I apologize, anywhere in that? More importantly, why did Jones only post this when he started losing members in IW? He posted it because he wanted to stem the flow. Not for the company, but because if he can brag that he's the biggest, and if he loses that brag where he can't say that he is the biggest, then it's a punch to the gut that is his ego. The fact is, it's all about him. It's not about IW. It's not about the roster. It's all about David Jones. Let's go into the next symptom, which is shallow emotions. And the, defin the definition for this is as follows when it comes to shallow emotions. When they, show, when they show what seems to be warmth, joy, love and compassion, it is more feigned than experienced and serves an ulterior motive. Outraged by insignificant matters, yet remaining unmoved and cold by what would normally upset a normal person, since they're not genuine, neither are their promises. So why is it that Jones is trying to subsidize his income with a Twitch stream as opposed to getting a better paid job in the real world? I once again refer you to the clip I played for manipulative and conning. Why is it that people decide that they're not happy within an imaginary company and Jones takes personal offense? Because it's his ultimate revenue stream. Now we go on to the next symptom. Need for stimulation. Jones lives off drama. I mean, what happened in XWE, it just shows. And the fact that he felt like he had to put out a statement, not to everyone, just to IW, shows that. If IW wouldn't have said anything, he would have been laughing about it still. It's the fact that people left that made him go, oh, I'm, I, this could cost me money. Why do you think he took so much pleasure out of trying to destroy XWE? And, you know, that response, once again, I bring it up. The next symptom, callousness or lack of empathy. I have to go back to the reading. He, he doesn't care about his roster. It's only the money they can give him. And he'll sit there and say, well, most people don't give me money. Yeah, but the ones who do give you a lot. And you really don't want them to turn their back on you, do you? And look at the next symptom. Poor behavioural controls and impulsive nature. And we have to go back to Jones's own words. Back to manipulative and conning. 
I mean, he plays the victim very well, but then he gets angry, so he feels defiant of, Fuck you, Dan! Fuck you, Ness! It's basically so he can feel like he's the little guy punching up, when we all know he's the big guy. Anything to make him look like the victim. That's what he does. Okay, the next symptom. Early behavioural problems and juvenile delinquency. Well, sociopaths usually start with a bad upbringing, but the fact is we've got no evidence of David Jones having any of this. So this one, I'll call him innocent. There's no evidence of that, so I'm not going to lie and go, oh, I've got evidence He's a, when he was a kid, he did... No. The fact is there's no proof of anything here, so I'll just call a spade a spade. Uh, irresponsibility and unreliability is our next symptom. And we go back to uh, the fact that he gets so many general managers to run IW on a day-to-day basis for him, and that he only steps in that when he sees something he doesn't like. I mean, read what you will from that. He, he's essentially just a figurehead at this point. The next symptom, promiscuous sexual behaviour or infidelity. Once again, innocent until proven guilty. I've got nothing to say that he strayed from his wife. So, honestly, innocent. I'm going to move on. The next one is lack of realistic life plan or a parasitic lifestyle. You've got to remember that David refuses to get a job that could give his family a better lifestyle. I believe he's a martial arts teacher for kids, and clearly that isn't making enough for him. But as opposed to getting a real job and earning for his family, he'd rather just leech off of his own roster. I mean, the money that's donated to him doesn't go back into IW. It goes straight into his pocket. And I'm going to play a clip for you right now that shows that. And and this is a clip from Tim Lee. Uh, It's from the Titan Podcasting Network. And uh, I'll play it for you. Uh, You enjoy. I'll put the link in the description of this podcast so you can check out the full show as well. Uh, Absolutely great show. Lane, would you like for me to go on you? Would you like for me to go on a shoot and... uh explain exactly what my experience was with IW because I went in the trenches and I have everything in my Go head ahead. that I knew happened. Go ahead. Go ahead, brother. I mean, people deserve to hear about what happens in IW. I mean, I did a sh- I did three runs there. Like behind the tight. I'm never going back, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I, I mean, I did. Yep, thank you. I will, you know, and everybody wondered why Tim left BTB and he pursued a career in IW. Let me tell you something, my friends. You do not gain something by not being an experience to the fact. True. How can I say these things to be true if I wasn't a part of their upper elite and saw what the politics were going on? I couldn't do that. I'd be a liar. I'd be people would disprove me and say you've never been there. But now, since I've gained the experience, I know exactly what that place entails. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, would everybody like to sit down and have story time about I wrestling with Tim Lee? Sure. Let's go ahead and tell them the story. Since we're talking about CWF, and right now IW is a hot politic in CWF right now, and it helps build. Not anymore. It we helps build people. that shit. Yeah. No. No. Um, um. I will. I will tell you the story about why Tim ultimately. When and uh, he experienced the same thing that a lot of people have experienced. He gained an experience from that. So here we go. All right. So at one time, 
um, in BTB, when things were hot, um, I made a decision for myself. And I said, and I even talked to Jose about this. And I think that Chris can attest to this. I said, Jose, let me take the bullet. I pretty much said, Jose, let me walk away from BTB and let me gain experience from these places. Because if you don't gain experience, you don't really understand what's going on in reality. And uh, he agreed with me. And he said, Tim, go run out, see what's out there. And then sooner or later, we'll meet back. We'll meet back up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I went and joined the evil dark force known as IW. Um, David was on my jock. Um, he drafted me into alpha as a rookie, which is unheard of. Right, Lane? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You always go to Omega first because Omega is the B show. Yeah. Well, Suck there's only God, been a handful of it. Yep. Do, do, do you guys know how hard it is to get into alpha if you're not a top tier talent? Yeah. But he knew the power that I had from being a BTB, a, a guy that left BTB. So, you know, he made the smart business decision and he put me on alpha first season. Okay. We all know how David works. I know you know how like, David works, Lane. Mm-hmm. Very well. Yep. Um, so he said, Tim, I'm going to let you go undefeated. He said, I'm just going to let you go undefeated. You're going to go on a hot tear, a Zodicus, you know, uh, the face painted guy that just, you know, does crazy stuff. Um, he was a big fan. He said, Tim, I'm going to let you go undefeated. I was like, okay, well, you know, if somebody grants you that, are you not going to accept it? No, oh. I accept an RP. You know, I mean, I was like, okay, I was excited. You know, I was like, all right, cool. You know, um, so because of that, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm live. I sent him some money because I knew what IW was. It was pay to play. I was going to see, but I, what I wanted to see what that money was, Lane, and you follow me here, old school, you follow me. I wanted to see if that money went back into the actual company. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, sacrifices. I wanted to really find out what the juice of IW was, what, what, what made IW tick. And from the first donation I saw, this money's not going back into the brand. It's not going towards title belts or T-shirt thing that you can get back to your talent with. Guess where this money was going, my friends? Damn. In his right into his fucking pockets. That's the funniest part, though. He yeah. Always, back in the day, back when IW didn't have the Justin Kleins hanging off of his fucking nutsack, there was a part of David that actually seemed to know what he was doing okay so as you heard from uh tim lee yeah a lot of shady shit going on so now let's go to the final symptom which is criminal or entrepreneurial versatility so on the criminal side no evidence innocent it's fine he i have no no evidence to show he's done anything criminal and i wouldn't expect he would He's smart. He knows how to uh, manipulate people, so he could probably get them to do it for him. When it comes to the entrepreneurial versatility, just once again go to his roster. He keeps them so loyal that he can get them to his Twitch stream that they can become a main source of online income for him. So while his actual job of training kids martial arts may not cover all of the bills, he can subsidize the rest with people donating on Twitch. And 
hell, why better yourself when people will just give you money? Because they're just that loyal. So we've went through 14 symptoms. And you've got to remember that a majority covers you as a sociopath. And out of 14, he's gotten 11.5. The reason that it's 11.5 is with the last system... The last symptom, sorry, of criminal or entrepreneurial versatility. While he's done nothing criminal, he has covered the entrepreneurial versatility. So that's a 0.5 right there. So he's got an 11.5 out of 14. Uh, just so everyone knows, I'm not a medical professional. But going from the symptoms that I've researched, do you really have to be? He's covered two-thirds so, I would have to say that David Jones clinically is a sociopath. And the sad thing is, he may not realise it himself. And that's worrying. Because he has a wife, he has kids. These people who love him. And it does honestly make me worry if he may snap on them. Or try and manipulate them in the way that he's manipulated people online. So I I have a simple message to David Jones right now. Please, I urge you to go to a doctor and ask for some help with your mental health. Please get diagnosed. I want everyone who hears this to try and get David Jones to better himself. Just... We as a society, have a lot of mental health issues to deal with. And because there's such a large margin of people who do, a lot of it doesn't get covered. So I'm asking you, for the sake of David Jones's family, try to reason with him, try to get him the help he needs, because clearly he doesn't realise he has this condition and he needs treatment and this is the why he's the way he is sorry for rambling um, but please go talk to him, help him out don't help him out financially, just tell him go speak to a doctor there may be a mental condition going on he needs that help well, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been What Would Phil Marshall Do? Um, I hope to come back with another podcast down the line. And uh, I hope that this has been informative. So uh, I want you all to have a great Christmas, an even better New Year. And for the sake of EFED and Promo Wrestling, let's try and grow collectively. You guys have a great night. Speak soon.